0: are listening to Coffee House Questions, this is Ryan Polly, and today we're going to be having a fun conversation. How do we reconcile? How do we put religious freedom together with kind of discrimination? How can we hold true to Christian beliefs while also not running into conflicts with issues in our culture today that seem to go against Christianity? That's a huge issue that I deal with with students, talking about things like, do you bake the cake? Uh, what does it look like to participate in a same-sex ceremony? Students often think, well, yeah, you, you you have to participate because if you don't, well, isn't that discrimination? Isn't that racist? Isn't that homophobic? Isn't that bigotry? That's what students have to understand. If we are going to raise up a generation of students living in the culture today, they have to know how to think critically about these issues. So that's what we're going to be talking about on the show today. Now, before we jump in, I want to remind you about an awesome giveaway opportunity only in the month of March. You have a chance to get a free personalized copy of Desperate Hope By Rose Polly. It's an incredible story that you don't want to miss out on. So in order to get your copy, there's two things that you can do. If you listen on iTunes, you can rate the podcast on iTunes. Or if you're not on iTunes, you can go to coffeehousequestions.com, go to the about page and you follow the blog. So if you follow the blog or rate the podcast and then share either the blog or podcast with your friends or family on social media so they can enjoy it. And then send me an email at at contactatcoffeehousequestions.com. Let me know that you shared uh, the information that you followed and you shared it with your friends. And I will have a personalized copy of Desperate Hope by Rose Polly sent out to you. So you don't want to miss out on this exciting opportunity. There's only 50 copies that were given out. And so get your copy of that book. And as always, you can send in your questions and comments on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeehousequestions, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Polly 3 You can email those in or text them in at 714-989-6927. So as I mentioned, when I discuss religious freedom with students and that uh, for me, religious freedom is the ability for all human beings to think as they please, believe or not believe as their conscience leads, and then live out of the beliefs openly, peacefully, and without fear, right? That we should be able to follow our conscience within some limitations, right? I I do believe that if your conscience leads you to do things that uh, hurt or or that are going against public safety, order, or health, that the government has a right to step in and stop you. But simply having a belief is not wrong. I don't think that we cannot coerce or force people to have certain beliefs. And so when Christians have these beliefs that are seeming to go against some major issues in our culture today, abortion and LGBT issues, how do we reconcile these things? Well, if you didn't hear it, a while back, there was a bakery in Colorado that sold wedding cakes and sold cakes and baked specialized things. The Masterpiece Cake Shop in Colorado owned by Jack Phillips. And two uh, men went in requesting a cape for a same-sex wedding ceremony, and he declined and said, you can buy any cake you want in the store. There's stuff here. I will sell you something for another event, but I cannot provide my services for this special event. He was sued, and the court ended up going to the Supreme Court, uh, went to the Colorado Civil Rights Commission first, presented to them, and then ended up being presented to the Supreme Court back in December. And they're working on a decision that should come out this this coming summer. So when I ask students and, and I'm discussing religious freedom with them, I ask them, what should he have done? And and oftentimes it's we have to bake the cake. Why not? Why would you not just participate in this? You can't say no. Now there's a very interesting video and I'll publish this on on the blog, so I encourage you to go check it out there. But Caleb Bonham did a video with the Family Policy Institute of Washington. It's on YouTube. It's called Politically Correct Discrimination. And here in this video, he asked someone, can a Christian baker or can a Christian florist discriminate against an LGBT individual that wants the services for a ceremony? And the people in this video all said, no, you can't discriminate. That's wrong to discriminate in that way. Then he flipped it around on them and said, could a Muslim print shop discriminate against someone wanting to print a cartoon of the prophet Muhammad? Some said no. Another guy goes, ah, I just got tricked. And others had different responses. And then he took it a step further and said, can an LGBT catering company discriminate against the Westboro Baptist Church? At that point, it was kind of like, yeah, they should be able to do that. Right, And even one girl goes, oh, man, I can see like I'm not consistent in who I allow to discriminate. I think it's a very interesting video. It's only two minutes long. I encourage you to watch. It. And again, I'll post it on the blog. But here's what this is doing. And here's what I want to help people think about. Oftentimes they say, yeah, you have to serve the customer. You, you can't say no, that's discrimination. That's saying no to a person because of their sexual orientation. Whereas here we have something very, very different. We have a person wanting you to participate in a certain kind of event that you deem immoral. That's what it was with the case with Jack Phillips, that he, it wasn't that he was anti-gay. He had served gay customers before. He had served people in the LGBT community before, even though people called him anti-gay. What it came down to was that he was was being asked to participate in a ceremony honoring a particular kind of relationship that he deemed immoral immoral. That is the issue that we're talking about right here. So I think at first, what we have to quickly understand is what is religious freedom? How do we understand how religious freedom plays in? And as I mentioned before, it's a right to think and and believe openly and live in a way that agrees with your conscience. Now, I think it's interesting that this kind of agrees with what is written in Article 18 of the 1948 Universal Declaration of Human Rights. In the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, it says, everyone has the right to freedom of thought conscience, and religion. This right includes freedom to change his religion or belief and freedom either alone or in a community with others and in public or private to manifest his religion or belief in teaching, practice, worship, and observance. Notice this first part. It says, everyone has the right to freedom of thought, conscience, and religion. Another way of saying religious freedom, I think, is freedom of conscience, that you have the right to think in the way you want. And this is something that is being challenged in our culture today, very much so also in the university, where we see business owners like baker, bakers and florists and wedding photographers that are being sued, fined, and even driven out of business for not providing services for same sex marriage ceremonies because it would violate their Christian beliefs. They're being forced to participate in a ceremony they don't want to do. And so, the simple question I ask my students on this issue is I ask them this look, if I am a videographer or I am a photographer, and someone says, hey, will you take a picture of my kid's birthday? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take a picture of the birthday. But if they say, hey, will you take pornographic pictures of me? I'm going to say no. I'm not saying no to the person necessarily. I'm not saying no because of something. I'm saying no to that event. That is an event that I do not want to participate in. i do not going to take pornographic pictures. If it's a birthday, no problem. There's certain different events. Some I will participate in, some that I wouldn't. Right. There's something very different. If these two men came into Jack Phillips shop and said, hey, can we buy a cake? And he said, no, you're gay and I'm not going to sell you cake. That would be wrong. But instead he said, yeah, I'll, I'll sell you anything. I'm just not going to participate in the ceremony. That is one distinction I think that we need to make very clear when it comes to freedom of conscience. We all have the right to have our thoughts. We all have the right to have our conscience and a, and a freedom of thought in participating in certain events. We cannot be coerced into participating in events that we believe are wrong. We also cannot be forced to say we believe something that we don't. Then we're being forced to lie. Right? I think this is easy when you flip the situation around, like in the YouTube video, right? Can a white supremacist force a black person to participate in a white supremacy rally? No, you should have the right to refuse that. You, you don't have to participate in something that you see as terribly immoral. And so if we're going to be consistent and say, yes, this person can refuse to serve because it's an event that he sees immoral, we should be giving that opportunity to everyone. And the reason why this isn't the same as race, like saying this is only a white restaurant, black people can't come in here, is that you're not judging against the person because of their sexual orientation or their race or their skin color. It is an event that you see is important, not against the person. So again, if someone comes into your store and says, I want something done for me, and you say no because you're blank, that would be a problem. But if you are asking you to print a message, if a t-shirt company, there's examples of t-shirt companies uh, that have been asked to print messages in support of certain events that they, that they disagree with. And when they say no, then they get in trouble. Again, it's not saying no to the person or the race, it's saying no to the event. Hopefully that's clear by now. And so that's kind of the first thing I want to see is, is, is what is happening with religious freedom and, and the reasons for saying no to certain events and yes to others. Now, the second kind of interesting point that we have to point out here is this idea of tolerance. Tolerance in our culture today is defined as either everyone is right or no one is wrong. Right? The, the moment you say that someone is wrong in their belief or their way of living or whatever it is in their worldview, then you're labeled as intolerant. Here's the thing. Tolerance is reserved for people you disagree with. You only tolerate someone you disagree with. If you agree with them, you disagree with them. And so, a better definition of tolerance is respecting the dignity of all people, especially or including those we think are wrong. Can we think someone is wrong in their belief and still respect the dignity of that person, still see them as a valuable human being? That is true tolerance. And that is what we're not seeing going both ways, is respecting the value and the dignity and respecting the thoughts of the person, even though we disagree with those thoughts. We can't force someone to change their thoughts. We can't force someone to say they believe something they don't. That is removing their freedom of conscience, that religious freedom. And so we have to understand this idea of tolerance again in a correct view. So I know I've repeated myself a lot here, but I'm trying to make the point clear because students need to understand this idea if they're going to succeed in this culture. That when we talk about that a person has freedom of religion, freedom to think and believe, I want to fight for that freedom for all people. I want to hope that I want to fight for the fact that the Muslim and the atheist and the Christian and the Mormon and and each person can think the way they do. Now, we're obviously going to think that some people are right and some people are wrong. That's because I believe that there's objective truth. And so there is a right. There is a wrong. I'm going to think people are wrong, but just thinking they're wrong is not intolerant. Can I, Tolerance is respecting them, even though I disagree with their views. And so as Christians, we should be fighting for the freedom of conscience, the religious freedom of all people groups, including the LGBT community, to think and believe the way they do so that we are consistent in our views, allowing people to live in a way that is consistent with their conscience. That is what we should fight for. And we have to recognize one last time that we're not discriminating against a person. If you do, that is wrong. If you discriminate against a race, because there are a certain race, you can't have a service, that is wrong. Instead, this is against an event, which all people, I think, would agree with when you find that event that they deem as being immoral. Participating in a pornographic film, participating in a racist white supremacy rally, participating in something that you see as immoral, obviously you'd say, no, I don't have to do that. Right? But that's very different than saying no to the person. So I hope this quick little clarification that I repeated lots and lots of times has helped you understand this critical issue of how a Christian should respond to this issue. If you see something is immoral, is wrong, you should not be forced or coerced to participate in that event. Well, if you enjoyed the podcast today, I hope that you share it with your friends. Help them enjoy it as well. And don't forget that special giveaway of Desperate Hope. Like the podcast, follow the blog, share it on social media. Contact me and I'll send out your copy. Have a wonderful weekend and a re- wonderful rest of your day. This is Ryan Polly with Coffee House Questions. You leave, won't hesitate to follow. Your love will guide my way.